What's good everybody, this is Silas from silasbeats.info here with another episode of the Leverage Podcast, the podcast that helps you get ahead. In today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about communication, uh, communication between everybody involved in the music industry. Look, we're all, we're all different characters, right? Uh, some of us are extremely creative characters, some of us are completely technical characters, some of us are a mix, right? Um, and what we need to be able to do is figure out where the communication middle ground is. Um, I've seen many disagreements that could have been avoided um, purely because people don't understand, people are speaking different languages, right? And it might seem simple, you know, that a person should just understand what the other person is saying. That's, that's a very, very one-sided way of thinking about it. It's the same as our country, our beautiful country. The only country I know that can have 11 official languages, right? And everybody speaks differently. Now, what you'll find is certain people can speak their own language and another language, right? right? And that usually tends to be their mother tongue and English, or their mother tongue and then whatever sounds similar, right? So you'll find a situation where one person might be a little bit better at communication than the next, but it's not to say that someone who speaks only English cannot um, uh, speak to another person who only speaks Afrikaans, right? Or someone who speaks uh, Osa um, cannot, you know, communicate with another person who speaks only English. There are ways. I worked at a clinic where me being, like, I, I'm an English, I, I, English is my first language, I speak English, and from time to time, sure, I can throw in a word or two of whatever language it might be, but for the most part, I communicate best in English, right? I understand that this doesn't work so well with my patients. So what I'll do is from time to time, I will either use a hand gesture or I will, um, I'll, I'll say something that they will understand a little bit better, right? So understanding this is what we need to do in when we're in the when we're dealing with artists or when we're dealing with music producers or when we're dealing with engineers photographers um, anybody that we're working with right and when when we talk about certain things we need to understand that not only are you dealing with a person or a business you're also dealing with that person's or that business's emotion right so if someone sends me a track and this is why i don't do a lot of uh, feedback sessions anymore if someone sends me a track and they say, please give me feedback. And I say, oh, that was cool. That person's going to be upset, right? Rightly so. They're going to be upset. And sure, you might not care. But at the end of the day, it, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not good, right? In terms of the person who's given the feedback to just say, the track is cool. That person is expecting feedback, real feedback. Look, I didn't like the drums. Look, the, the vocals were okay, but, you know, it felt like the energy was off. Uh, or, you know, you, you could have used a better microphone. You see, I've, I've tackled all three points now. I've tackled the production, I've tackled the vocals, I've tackled the mixing and the mastering. I've tackled everything in a few lines, right? And sometimes what happens is people don't give this kind of feedback. This is why I don't want to just say to someone, look, I don't like your song. Because that there, it leads to people being annoyed. It leads to uh, people not wanting to work with you. It leads to bad blood. It leads to all kinds of things. Right? And you might say, oh, this person shouldn't catch feelings. But unfortunately, the same thing is going to happen to you if your idol says the same thing to you. Right? 
Now, that's one way of looking at it, right? People want feedback on their songs, right? Now, I've had moments where artists have asked me to get some work done, whether it be a beat, they've been like, please make a beat like this, or I need you to mix and master this track. Once the track is mixed and mastered, they come through and they'll say, uh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. This for me is frustrating because you've asked me to do work. The work has been done and I've handed you the work and you're not happy with the work and you haven't told me how to improve on the work. And this is not a situation where he should have just known because again, this is language. If someone says to me, I want a bright sounding track, it must be aggressive and it must be big. Bright, aggressive, big. Sure, you've used words, but remember, people communicate in different ways. Remember that brightness doesn't necessarily mean using instruments that are of a high frequency. Brightness could mean having one or two of the instruments having a little bit of excitement. Maybe there's a little bit of an excitement that's being used on those instruments. You might find that in terms of size, I want a big track. Big how? Do you want it to be bassy? Do you want it to be, um, do you want it to be like massively compressed? Do you want it to sound a little bit distorted? Maybe some of the instruments, you want them to sound a little bit distorted so they take up a bit more space. Certain things might be, you might want saturation on certain things, right? Now, I know you're saying, dude, I don't know what half of those words mean, right? And it's fine, you don't have to. But what helps is if you're able to communicate in that way, right? I have artists that I'll come in and I'll talk about delivery, I'll talk about uh, lyricism, I'll talk about, um, you know, uh, energy that they use when they're, when, they're, when they're performing the track. And those things all they all help me communicate with those people because if they're standing behind the microphone and I've got them recording and their recording sounds really flat so they're going and I need them to pick up the energy I'm going to start talking about energy delivery performance you know I'll use the correct words but it's because I've been forced into a situation where I have to use those words now for um, an artist who's going in looking for a particular sounding beat or particular sounding track or um, feedback on a mix and a master go in using the words that you want or the words that best describe what you're looking for because if you're unable to do that unfortunately the other person is never going to fully understand you and this could be a situation where I'm talking to someone else who only speaks um, some uh, language like Zulu and they say something like um, uh, or I say something to them and then they understand what I'm saying, but they don't really get it 100%. So they'll get that they need to turn left, turn right, then turn left again. But they might not have caught the bit about only turning left at the second robot, which kind of changes things, right? Because you, now you're one, street, you're one street too early, right? So being able to communicate properly or effectively helps you to um, to basically get to your end product as quickly as possible, which is what we want to do. Everybody wants to get their track mixed and mastered properly the first time, but it's never going to happen. People always want to get their track, um, uh, you know, they want to get their beat made a particular way and, you know, it's, it's a little bit difficult. So my suggestion to you is that you focus on trying to develop your musical vocab 
try and make sure that when you are talking to these people, that you, you're slow to anger, because I've seen this happen many times before. Ah, that, that, engineer, that damn engineer just didn't understand what I wanted. He didn't get it. I'm like, did you try and explain it? No, but these are simple things that he was supposed to have done. Sure, if the engineer had done something stupid, like taking three months to mix the track, then you can be angry. You're, you have all the um, right in the world to not want an explanation because they've just done a poor job. But if it's two, three, maybe four small errors, maybe there's one or two things here that they weren't able to complete properly after you had told them, sure. But again, you can still explain this stuff again. It's not, it's not, it's not uh, 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 um, a fatal situation. You can always work your way around it. But to just say, damn it, man, they didn't do it right. I'm going to go and get it done elsewhere. That is how people don't want to work with you again. I have artists that have chosen not to work with me again. But then what will happen is a year or two later, they'll hit me up and they'll say, dude, I want to work. And I'm like, I don't want to work with you. I actually don't want to work with you. I don't care whether you want to give me a stack of cash. I don't care. It's not worth it. I would much rather go and sit and hunt for other clients than to work with you again because it was unpleasant. Sure, they might not have wanted to work with me, but I don't want to do any work with them because of the experience that I had. It was difficult, right? And then they'll be like, yeah, I know why you're being that way. And then I'll explain to them. And then from there, you know, it's just a case of people and feelings and all kinds of things. But for the most part, to avoid all of that and to make sure that you get the, the best work done in the least amount of time, put your ideas forward. If you have a track and you know what you want it to sound like, tell the other person. Don't expect them to smell. Because remember, that artist that you're talking to, who you're talking to about delivery, or that... Um, that mixing engineer who's busy working on your track. Remember, they're not psychic. They do their work and they know their work, right? There's a reason why you went to them in the first place. I know when someone comes to me, they'll, they're, there's a reason why they've ended up at my doorstep. And people like to pretend and say things like, yeah, I know, um, uh, you better do a good job, you know, this and this and the other. And I'll say, yes, sure, I'll do a good job. If, if let's, let's just, you know, we just make 100% sure that we're on the same page, you and I both, um, you and I both understand one another and yeah from there we'll be able to come up with the, the best possible solution that we can it's simple it's simple and communication is um, you know it's one of those things communication is one of those things where um, it's a skill and you need to develop it and then there's listening and there's all those other little extra bits that you know are involved in communication but for the most part just make 100% sure that you're all on the same page before you let your emotions fly otherwise you'll end up in a situation that you will basically regret cool so um, if you have any questions anything that you might want to ask with regards to communication maybe you've got a problematic producer you've got a problematic artist that you're working with and you need tips you need help need any advice hit me up um, I'll see what I can do in terms of advice sometimes it is difficult sometimes it's not worth salvaging that relationship uh, but for the majority of the time it kind of is but let me know I'll give you my feedback um, you can send an email through to business at silasbeats.info or you can head through to my website www.silasbeats.info and we can keep the conversation going send me a message you know you might want to send me a whatsapp message uh, a text 
And yeah, let me know your thoughts. Peace.